Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Hello, and welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater. This is Johnny, playing the character of Byron Michael. My name is Aaron, playing Brother Benedict. My name is Jeremy, playing Grayson Digby. My name is Mike, and I'm playing Valentine Montecute. This is Jeff, and I'm playing Demetrius Norden. And I am Jordan, and not Norden. And I'm, <laughs> I'm playing everybody who's not a, not one of those people sitting at the table. <laughs> so previously, when we left off, you had went to see Lord Dudley Walsham at the Seven Stars. Uh, and he had a new individual to help you. Especially because there seemed to be a lot of religious developments with the case. So he brought on a... Uh, a religious assistant uh, in Brother Benedict, who also seems to be pretty well-versed at taking things literally. <laughs> Every single thing is literal. And um, and you were tasked with finding out more about uh, Dinsham's life, what he does on a day-to-day basis, and uh, try and find out more of what's going on. So uh, previously... Grayson Digby decided that he he and uh, Valentine were going to to go to see Cyril's sister Haley, and um, try and find out if she can tell more information about Cyril, what he's been doing, where he's been working, that kind of thing. Unfortunately, she has a bit of a crisis at home in that her parents have borrowed a large sum of money that they were not able to pay back, and now they're in debtor's prison. So she does not have the money to get them out of prison, they need to figure out some way. And she wants Grayson to assist with that process. So when we ended, he was consoling a very tearful Haley, trying to to make sure that she was calmed down enough, and uh, told her to wait until evening uh, at her shop. So that's where we left off. Now, we also have some other tasks that are going to be accomplished. So why don't we go ahead and talk with everybody's favorite chimney sweep as he decides to go to the Dinsham estate yes. to try and get a um, contract to work on their chimneys and, and yes. everything like that. Um, before I head over there, I collect Toad and get him, make sure he's cleaned up well, reasonable. He's not, usually not too bad, but, you know, going to make a sale, need to make a good front. Right. Now... How about yourself? Do you disguise yourself in any way? Because you were seen by at least a few people on the estate already. So you don't want to be remembered as that guy that escaped the prison. Yes, but I'm not going to really disguise myself as I'm going as who I am. A chimney sweep. Okay. So I figure the butler of the house probably did not see me. And since he'll be the one most likely making the decisions, I'm not too worried. Okay. Toad and I, we approach the estate from from the front, wide open. You know. Yeah, so what does the front of the estate look like? <laughs> front of the estate, well, it's a uh, 
first there's a wall around the estate as a whole. And tall wall or a short wall? I wouldn't say tall wall, but it's probably about seven foot. Okay, so it's not something that you could just step over. No. Okay. But it's not like a fortress wall either. There's not broken glass at the top of it. No. Or, or any kind of no cannon slits <laughs> or anything like that. Um, the gate's open. There's just daylight hours and such. They do close it at night, but there's no guard at the gate or anything. Okay. There are guards, however, at the door. Of course. To the house. As I approach the house, you, uh, it's three-story main house. Now, do you have uh, any brushes with you? Yeah, I have my main... Your kit with you? Yeah, main kit with me. Okay. Um, you know, brush, some blankets... You know, a few sweet, but, you know, stuff to clean up the mess, what little mess there is. Okay. Sheets. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so the guards, they see you coming, and they're like, and they just look at you, and they're, and one says, no cleaning scheduled for today. Oh, I understand that, good sir. I'm here to pitch my services. Is the, uh, the butler of the house around? The man servant? Hmm. I want you... To go ahead and roll me a charm roll. Charm or persuasion? Uh, persuasion if you would like. I would like. Fifteen. Okay. So, he he just looks at you and he's like, normally you would need an appointment for this, but I have heard mention that they want cleaning done. Go around to the servant's entrance and, and ask for Jennings and they'll see what they can do. Yes, sir. And I head around to the side. Okay. Knock on the door. Okay. Uh, and uh, a servant opens the door. and. Yes, I'm here to speak to a Mr. Jennings. Yeah, yeah, to speak to the butler. Yes, ma'am. Ma'am? <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> servant usually. Uh, All right, well, you had a 50-50 yeah, shot. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, uh, he's really busy today. I'm not sure that he's going to be able to, but I could ask for you. Please do. Uh, tell him that I'm interested in saving your lord a fair amount of money. By putting it in your own pocket, I'm sure. Oh, by cutting his current costs. All right, well, let me go see if Jennings is available. I'll be right back. Come on in. Put your feet up. Uh, and they take you into like a, a mudroom area, and it's got a couple of benches where you can wait. And... Yeah. And chill. Uh, I'll just look around inspect the general condition of the home that I can see on the inside thus far. I, I mean, it looks like the mud room. <laughs> so, I mean, there's... Uh, yeah, but... It's not, it's not really... It's a, it's a waiting area. Yeah, it's not something... Area. Yeah, it's not fancy. There's, there's like a table over on, on one side and you can see that there's uh, some unfinished uh, pieces of uh, equipment like that had looked like they were in states of repair. You know, this would have been something that they would, like, someone would work on when, when they had uh, some free time. Okay. Um, you notice that it seems that there are some cracks in the walls. And um, it, the walls are made out of brick. Um, and there's, like, some cracks that are running through the, the brick itself. Okay. Um, it looks like the house is a bit old. It is a family estate, so... That's not unexpected. It's not unexpected. Um, the floor seems to be swept clean. The, the servants seem to be doing a, a fairly decent job. Okay. So, you know, it's not tor terribly unusual for a place of this kind. And you've been in plenty of estates to, oh, yes. to match it up and measure up how good it actually is. 
So you wait for about half an hour, and Toad gets a little twitchy, as young boys often do. He He's looking outside, the door, just sticking his head out, trying to see what's around. And just remember to hold your manners, boy. I got to take a whiz. <laughs> just a few more moments, and we will find you a pretty. <sighs> but there's a tree right over there. Not... Right now. Fine. Uh, so, after a while, Jennings does uh, finally come. Um, I'm sorry, I don't believe I know your name. Name's Michael, sir. Byron Michael. Byron Michael. And you are a sweep, yes, I see? I am a sweep. No, it's the cleanest sweep in town. By whom? And I hand him a list of uh, my high-ranking customers. I see... Really, you've cleaned for the for the Worthinghams before. Oh, I, sir. They greatly appreciate us. And I see that you've also cleaned for the Chiltons. Chiltons, yes. Did them just last week. All right, fine. How much do you charge? Well, here's the thing. I understand that you currently have a contract with Anselm. And I know what a hazardous job he does. I'm sure your rooms are quite filthy after he's done. I'm going to offer you 15% less than what he charges. Go ahead and make me a persuasion roll. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> Five. So what you're saying is that you're coming into this house and you think you know who he is. And you're going to... To talk disrespectfully of someone of your own profession? Well... Don't you think that is rather greedy, sir? It's not greedy if you know whom you are talking about. But you don't. Oh, I do. We don't use Anselm. Oh, then I was misinformed. I do know his work, however. We use Silverworth. Silverworth, eh? Yeah, Silverworth does a fair job. Fair we, job. we have been satisfied with his work up until this point. Tell me why I should take my business elsewhere. Oh, as I said, I am the cleanest sleep in town. There's, Your maids will not have nothing to clean in the rooms after I am finished. But we've just had them cleaned last month. Last month was a <laughs> month ago, and with the big festival coming up, the feast next week, you may want to have them cleaned again. You don't want all that nasty soot around all that yummy food. Go ahead and roll persuasion again. <laughs> <laughs> Much better. Uh, 17. It's difficult. Yeah. That's a difficult range. I will let you clean one room. That's a fair. That's fair. As a trial. Fully understand. This is not paid. Understood. If we are satisfied with the work that you do in the one room, we might be able to discuss a future. Very well, sir. May I ask which room you would like us to clean? We are prepared to do it today if you wish. You will clean the upstairs spare bedroom. Very well. Please have someone show us the way. So Jennings passes you off to a, uh, a young serving girl. She's in her mid-teens, late, actually late teens, if we'll say. Um, and she's uh, got, like, black hair, 
rosy cheeks, that kind of thing. She she has soft eyes, like soft blue gray eyes that Toad finds rather fetching. Alright, as uh, as we're walking, I say, pardon me, ma'am. Uh, the young lad needs to use the privy. Is there one readily available? There's a tree up front. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. <laughs> yes, but we don't do it on other people's property without permission. Let's wait for him so uh, <laughs> so he, we won't have to lead you both up at the different times. Fair enough. Toad runs off. Toad runs off. Takes his leap. Comes back. Bundling up pants is a lot harder than zipping pants. Too, yes. So it takes a while. Yes. Uh, trousers, excuse me. In Britain, pants are underwear. So... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a friend of mine who has some friends in Britain told me that story that he ac- accidentally asked if he should wear shorts or if he should wear pants to go out for the day. <laughs> so they were a little confused by that. But then I was like, you're reading Harry Potter and all of a sudden Hermione swears by saying, Merlin's pants! So <laughs> it was pretty funny. In, in about the same amount of time as it takes for me to tell the story, Toad is back, looking much relieved uh, and ready to go ahead and go about their business. Right. On the way to the uh, spare bedroom, yes, I just want to keep a very watchful eye, get a general layout of the inside of this house, so I can try to get a feel for where things might be. Okay. I, I don't have an opportunity to search right now. so. Okay. And you hear Toad striking up a conversation with the young lady. Oh, what's your name? My name's Toad. And what's your name? My name is Clements. Oh, Clements, that's a very pretty name. I like that name very much. Have you ever thought about what it would be like to be married to a chimney sweep? (laughs) (laughs) Toad is very forward with her, probably in a way that he should not be. Especially since he's only 10 years old. (laughs) (laughs) I just shake my head. I would have cuffed him. Um, He will be. He will be cuffed. Uh, they, she leads you up to the spare bedroom and she opens the door and she's like, all right, come on in. And she, she lights a candle and brings it in so you can take a look and see. There's not a window in this no spare window. room. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the other windows. Yeah. It's almost the size of a closet. The um, fireplace is not large at all. It's actually going to be a tight squeeze for uh, Toad. <laughs> we, got, we got the right tools for the job. Okay. He doesn't necessarily have to climb up inside the small ones. I like tight places. <laughs> That's a weird kid. <laughs> His name is Toad. Oh, yeah. what, what's the cleanliness of this particular room? The room does not look like it's been used in a while. Um, it looks like it was dusted maybe a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, Very light dust. Yeah, the bed has not been turned down in a while. Um, there's a little bit of a must smell. It's right under the, the awning of the house, and you can kind of... Can see like the the thatching of the roof through the like the under thatching that would go like underneath the shingles. You can see that the the rushes don't look like they've been changed in a while on the floor. You can kind of smell a few like it smells faintly of mouse droppings, but that's to be expected in a spare bedroom. This yeah. isn't going to be cleaned very often. Yeah. So I just want to make sure it wasn't like two inches of dust that they. No, 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 <laughs> no. Your allergies will not be triggered by this. <laughs> As you all are putting out the sheets and everything, Clements just kind of stands there and watches. She doesn't seem to be leaving, which well, is not unusual. Which is not usual for 
So part of my method of keeping the cleanest rotation is instead of draping sheets over mm -hmm. the furniture and such in the room, we essentially build a tent around the, the fireplace. So that way it doesn't go out into the room. Okay. So it's kind of like when they flea bomb the house? Sort of, yes. Okay. So, yes, we, 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 we wrecked our little structure around the fireplace to okay. keep the soot trapped. Okay. And then all you have to do is clean out that, that little area. area. Yes. Um, so you're, you're getting the tent put together, and Clements actually leans forward and says, Psst, you, the master. Yes, miss. I've seen you before. Have you? Where, may I ask? In the dungeon. The dungeon? Cyril brought me down when you were asleep. <laughs> Who's a Cyril character? I have not been in dungeon. Go ahead and roll. Charm. Charm or persuasion? I recognize you, sir. You mean you recognize my uniform? No, I recognize you. He showed a light in into all of your faces, and I, I got to see you all quite well. And he's laughing. He was laughing and saying, I know that one. Those other ones I don't know. Me? No, he was talking about another one, a shifty-looking one. <laughs> but I did most definitely see your face, and you were snoring. <laughs> the thing is, is that there are things that are going on in this house, and you were able to escape. So you might be able to help us. Uh, I would love to help you, miss. I'm... So not quite sure what you're talking about as far as a dungeon goes, but how may I assist you? Well, the dungeon is a room underground with a door and a and Yes, I, I understand and that. You were in it! <laughs> that is where we are having a miscommunication. However, again, I may, may I ask, how may I assist you? You need help escaping from the property? Is what it sounds like? You know about the Remans, don't you? The Church of Riemann, yes. I know of those heretics, yes. I don't know if I can tell you this. If, you, if you're not the one and I make a mistake... You agree that the Riemanns are not the Church of the State, correct? Well, they're not God's Church. But how can I trust you? If you're, you're saying you're not the man that I saw. Well, if I were the man that you saw, then how could you trust me if I were in a dungeon? He said... Cyril said... They captured you looking at the prayer book. And he said that you were an enemy of Dinsham. Well, at least the shifty one was. <laughs> by guilt, by association. <laughs> well, ma'am, is there some reason that I should be an enemy of Dinsham? Because, please, inform me now if I should not pursue this contract for some healthy reason. No, you, you should pursue the contract. Well... I, I agree, uh, I can, that's why I'm here. I, I can't leave the grounds easily. I can't tell you. I, I, do you need me to get information to someone off the estate? Could you do that? Absolutely, ma'am. I just, I don't know if I can go to the authorities myself. I, I, we're, we're so closely watched. But there is talk that the Angelin Church is, is heretic. How can it be heretic? It's the religion of the queen. Cyril says that the queen's a bastard. The man should be shot. <laughs> <laughs> Grayson would volunteer. <laughs> but 
that's the thing. If the queen is a, a bastard and a heretic, then, then we're being led astray by the Church of the Angels. She is the head of the church. Miss, I will gladly deliver a message for you, but you must watch your mouth. I must you be overheard. By whom? They all believe it. So you're telling me that this is a household of treasons? I don't know what to believe. I just need to share with somebody. And I know that somebody who was in a dungeon was an enemy of Dincham. And I feel like that's someone I could confide in, but I can't confide in you if you weren't that person. You say this serial character recognized one of the gentlemen. Did he by any chance give a name? It was like Digger or Grayson or something like that. I, I, I don't remember. Grayson, uh, Digger, Grayson. I'm not familiar with anybody of that, but I tell you what. Give me a coded message to somebody you may trust outside the household. And I will gladly deliver it for you. There is my sister Constance. Constance, yes. She works down at the shipyard as a servant for the master there. Okay. Constance at the shipyards. I think we can arrange to have a message given to her. Tell her I'm thinking of her. Alright. And the time that we went to the summer house. Understood. The time you went to the summer house. You will be back. Well, if the lordship appreciates our work, then yes, we will be back. I just wish I could know that you were the one who was there. Well, ma'am, as I said, I will happily help you any way I can, and I will deliver your message. Fine. Here, just go. And she just walks down the stairs, obviously dejected that you are not who she thought you were. And we proceed to clean the chimney. <laughs> okay. All right, and we'll go ahead and call that scene. So now we're going to go ahead and cut to Brother Benedict as he goes to a church. A church. The closest one to the shop. To the shop. You're, so the shop is a bit of a ways away from the estate. It would not be a parish that would know. Okay. So the closest one to the estate. Yeah, that would be better. Yes. Okay. Um, and I approach the, uh, the church. Okay. And I go through the front of the church, step into the the cathedral, okay. the big, the big room, the sanctuary, the sanctuary. Walk up to the front. Is there anybody else in the room? Uh, there are a few, a few people who look like they're praying there. It looks like that um, at least one priest there who's um, going through prayers. There's also a lot of um, like five or six little clusters of lay people uh, who are using it to, uh, for whispered meetings, prayers. Um, you you can tell that some people are using prayer beads to to mark off the the hail marys. I go up to the front of the sanctuary and I take a seat and I pray for five minutes or so, um, get my holy time in, and then I your stomach growls. <laughs> so I look around and I check to see if there are any other clergy around other than the priest, the one priest. It's, it's a priest. Go ahead and make a search roll. Got four. Oh, you actually got a zero. You oh, I got a zero. So I see. So you don't see anybody, but you see. But you start smelling a passing vendor who it smells like they have mutton on a stick outside of the church. Outside of the church. You can tell it's on a stick by the way it smells. Well, yes. you can. You can actually, if you've ever been to a Renfest. 
First passing vendor with food. Food. So I step outside of the church and I approach the vendor and I ask how much a piece of meat costs. Excuse me, sir. How much for whatever that is? Two silver pennies. Two silver pennies. Reach into my pockets and I pull out handfuls of lint. <laughs> and say, what, what can this get me? Laughter. <laughs> Nothing. Go. Go. We're anywhere else. That, I don't care. That smells really good. You, you really should give me one. For the Lord's sake. Are you trying to use the, the Lord against a humble person? No, not against, but... To, to bend me to your will. No, the Lord... Service to the Lord's servants are always beneficial to everyone. I understand that people have to eat, but why don't you go take it out of the poor box or the, or the offering plate and then come back? Where is this poor box? <laughs> you just walked out of the church! They, they, they have money in there that I can buy your food with? <laughs> Isn't that where holy men always get their money? I've never needed money before. Go in there and talk to them, and they probably will have food that you can eat. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Turn around and go back into the church. <laughs> <laughs> and I approach the priest. The priest. Excuse me, um, father. Yes, brother. How can I help you today? Do you have any food? We have some trenchers. Some bread. Yes, we can. Why? Have you not eaten today? I am starving. Hungry. Well, you're a talkative one, all right. Well, let's let's take you back. And so he takes you to the apartments. Like, there's there's a living area in the church as well for the priests and everybody like that. Okay. He takes you back there. It's not very fancy compared to the, the sanctuary. There's a table, and you can see, like, there are about five or six priests who live at this particular uh, parish. And so they they have enough food to make sure that you you get something to eat. Okay. And it's not really... Like, you were really looking forward to that mutton. This is more like bean soup. But it is food, and it's not fish. Thank God it's not fish. Oh, you wanted some fish? No, no. I have had my fill of a lifetime's worth of fish. Thank you, though. The, the soup and the bread is sufficient. You're quite welcome, brother... Benedict. Brother Benedict. Brother Benedict. Excuse me, I... I was wondering if there's anyone here who specializes in obscure texts. Well, that would be a question more for the university, don't you think? We all we all we specialize in the Word of God here. Yes, um, obscure religious texts. Like what kind of religious texts? You know, those kinds. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm familiar with the Holy Book. And with the collection of prayers and the lives of the saints. Yes, and those are all fascinating. Fascinating. Simply fascinating. But the um, less popular texts. What do you mean by popular? Those that are not read by everyone here. Not very many people can read. That describes a lot of books. <laughs> <laughs> 
You are a rather simple brother, aren't you? Yes. Yes. Very simple. Brown robe, shoes, simple. Simple life. Then why do you want to know about these texts? Wouldn't you be better off serving your time, spending your time helping the poor? I myself am poor, and helping the poor is helping myself. But you are rich in God's love. We're all rich in God's love. But some don't know it like you do. So do you know of anyone who specializes in books that talk about this love? Other than the normal books. Hint, hint. Are you talking about the texts from the Far East that describe carnal desires? What's the Far East? Carnal desires? There are books on this? I have heard of texts. <laughs> Do you have any of them here? No, this is oh, a church. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're all celibate here. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, you are as well, aren't you, brother? I'm a monk, not a priest. <laughs> what order are you again? I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're a brother, but you don't know what order you belong to. I was... No, the monk that trained me did not share an order. Was, was he a wanderer, or...? We were hermits. We lived simply. And you were the only disciple of this hermit? Yes. Yes, I was. And he never told you what order he belonged to? Are there more than one order? There's the order of the of, of St. Ignatius. There's the order of St. Francis. The order of Teresa. Teresa? That is mostly women, yes, but that is an order. That is my order. <laughs> that, that, is, that is definitely my order. But they specialize in helping the poor. Even better. I am poor. I will go there for help. But, but... We're forgetting. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Off track. Let me think. Is there anyone here who is suspicious? No. Except you. Okay. Thank you, Father. Where may I find this Order of Teresa? As far as I know, there is a nunnery in the south of the country. South. Outside of Dinium. But you would have known that if you were a member of that order, wouldn't you? I would like to become a member of this order. God be with you, my son. And he <laughs> takes you out of the church. Oh, he takes me out of the church. Yes. <laughs> I still you Get out of here. Yeah, we're done talking. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Let's go ahead and go to the Guild House right after this break. <laughs> At nerdstalking.com, we have explosions. We've got beautiful women, tropical locales, fast cars, money giveaways. Do you want a new TV? Just listen and you'll get a free TV. You want a DeLorean? You listen twice, we'll give you a DeLorean. Uh, Chad? We can't afford any of that. What do you mean? It's too expensive. Well, what are we supposed to do then? We just talk. Nerdstalking.com! Subscribe now. Or else... So, as we said before the break, we are going to go ahead and go with Demetrius Norden over to the guild house to see what's going on and things that we can figure out about who has a contract with um, Dinchum House to take care of their clocks. 
Yeah, so first I'm going to see if my master is there. Oh, to, Master Ambrose? Yeah, just to pay whatever little respects I normally pay. So you look around for um, Master Ambrose, and unfortunately you can't find him. Huh. So I look around for anyone else that's not a underling apprentice. So you're looking for a journeyman or a buff? Yeah, journeyman or a buff. Okay, uh, so you, you do find a, a journeyman, but he seems to be rather distracted at the moment. You're, you're not quite sure what's going on there, but he's like, oh, uh, Demetrius, it's good to see you. Are you here to see Will? He's doing much better. That's good to hear. I was not here to see him, but maybe you can help me. All right. I'm I'm trying to, to find out who has a contract with uh, the, the Dingham House for servicing their clocks? Hmm. I don't know if they do have a contract. They might have somebody on hand. Really? Or at least they might just do it on a one-on-one basis. They don't... Okay. I've never heard of them having a contract. We could always look through the records. Yeah, I was, I was getting ready to go do that in the next. I was just seeing if anyone knew offhand. No, I, I'm sorry. I'm not able to help you out on That's that. fine. Thank you. Okay. I, I appreciate your help. I'll go over to... Where we keep the files and records and okay. skim through, see if I can find the, right. the Dentium, if there is Dentium in our sure. area. Go ahead and roll a search. Nine. Nine. I had it at ten. Oh. <laughs> really? So you can spend... Oh, look, that one's a three. No. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, Johnny. So funny. You could always... Uh... I mean, I was going to take my time and search thoroughly. So, like, taking a 20, basically. Okay. In D&D. Files. So you look yeah. through the files, and it doesn't look like there's anything there. You see a lot of the other royal house, like, the aristocratic houses. Um, you even see a contract for the palace. But you don't see anything for Dentium House. Interesting. Uh, and the individual records, would they have lists of people that... Or is there a receipts area where they would have... There is a book of service. Yeah. Yeah, sure. If you if Dentium House contracted directly with the Guild House, there would be a record, written record. Well, I was trying to see if there was a, a receipt list of if a clock from here was sold to the Dentium House. Sure, there would be a there that bill would of sale. there yeah, would be a bill of sale. sale. Yeah, there would be a, a record in, in the record books. There would be something of that nature. So if you want to go ahead and search okay. for that, what? Mm. <laughs> oh. Ten. Well, at least you didn't forget how to read. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he rolled one on his wild die, folks. Surprise! 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 Um, so y- you do find a bill of sale. It looks like uh, it was about two years ago. Okay. Um, and, but it was a nice clock. It was, it was one of the master works, a grandfather clock with that was had been accurately weighted. Uh, does it say who the uh, the maker was? Yeah, it was actually Master Ambrose. Oh, nice. So I would have good reason personally to go and check it out because my master would. It's his masterwork, so I could go over and see it as a study, possibly. Uh, it. It's not something that would normally be done. In fact, it, it probably would just knocking on the door and saying, can I look at your clock? <laughs> I wouldn't do that. As his understudy, I would have, I would know his work, so I would know if it needed to be fixed or not. Yeah, but you wouldn't, the, the problem would be getting through the door. Obviously, you have to schedule an appointment for it. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
I'm going to do another look around the facility for Ambrose. Okay. Go ahead and roll search. I got 15. You can't find any hide nor hair of him. I go back down to where the journeyman was and say he's seen Master Ambrose. I saw him this morning getting into a carriage with a few other people, but it was just a simple black carriage. I just assumed that he was going out on business. Uh, he probably was. Okay, thank you. I go over to Master Ambrose's desk just to cursory glance if there's like a ledger of schedules or whatever. His desk is in disarray. And he's not normally the kind no, of person who would leave normally. him. He was in a severe rush for some reason. Is his uh, scheduler calendar there? Um, there is a a, a book, like a, a little a notebook book. that looks like he has some information written down in. We'll do that yeah, with gonna... You think I'm just going to give you information? Okay, I got 14. So you look through it and you find a list of appointments that he has for the month. And there's nothing for today. What about the uh, past week or so? Not really too much for the past week. There was um, a conversation that he had with a um, someone who uh, who was looking for a, a major project, but it was it was more of a nouveau riche mm-hmm. kind of individual, a like a sea captain who had recently been successful on a voyage. Got it. This place is oddly bare too, right? Of- yeah, there there doesn't seem to be a lot of people around. This is starting to get distressing. What are you thinking, sir? Deep thoughts? <laughs> yes, deep thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so so just go ahead and, and walk me through the process. Well, got into a nondescript carriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the uh, seller to the redemption house of... A masterwork of his. Mm-hmm. His desk is in much disarray, which is highly unusual. So I'm guessing that something came up where he had to go and meet with them very quickly with something urgent. That's just a, so not you, a definite thing, but a train of thought that is a possibility. You think that he went to meet with the Denshams? It's possible. I have no idea. I'm not accusing him of anything because I look up to my master. Good clockmaker. He's there, it's for business. And it could be any other one that he has sold a clock to. or And he's sold a fair amount of clocks. He's yeah. in high demand. But the circumstances call for a great clockmaker. My inclination is to think the worst. Really? Hope for the best, but think the worst. Okay, so what are you going to do? Now that you've got yourself all in a tizzy. I'm not in a tizzy yet. You're not in a tizzy yet. I, we still have time. Okay. Still have time. You're just sitting there, sir. Is there is there <laughs> something wrong <laughs> with the bill of sales there? Uh, no, nothing wrong with the bill of sales. I was just trying to uh, track down a particular piece. It's nothing serious. Uh, before I go, have you seen the, the rest of the Masters? Well, yes. They're... they're... I would on calls for the most part, but okay. um, I think Master Wycliffe is actually at the beach this week. <laughs> I do recall that being on his agenda. A holiday. Everyone can use one from time to time. I'm not sure why he indulges in the beach, but that's his prerogative. Thank you. I hope your work goes well. What are you working on? 
today I am working on a new device that might come in handy, a pocket watch. It's small enough to fit in your pocket. It has a case that will cover the face to make sure that it won't be scratched by any particulars. It's a very interesting idea. Yeah, it is. I, I thought it was very interesting. It was actually an idea that um, Master Ambrose actually suggested that I work on. But, of course, he's not here, so he won't be able to give you the details. He did provide me with a set of instructions, though, so it's coming along nicely. It's, I'm just going to have to figure out how to do this detail work. The, the gear work is uh, so you, intricate. Do you mind if I look over? Oh, sure. The, okay. Go ahead. I'm going to roll my search just to look for any clues. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to roll your clock, maybe. 21, 23. Oh, that's a good roll. Very difficult. I know his work. <laughs> yeah. So you can definitely tell that this even smells like him, like his tobacco <laughs> that he likes. <laughs> um, he worked hard on this. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you do see scratches on the corner of it. It looks like something might be written there, but it's really tiny. Yeah, pull out my jeweler's loop and take a look at it just in the corner real quick. Can I tell what it says? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's in English. Or in English. English. <laughs> it, it just, it simply says, taken. He just handed it to me this morning and and said that I should work on it. Uh, just before he got into the carriage, actually. Thank you. Um, I think I will be on my way now. Okay. Well, it was good seeing you. Stop by any time. Yeah, it's good seeing you, too. At the door. At the door. All right. Let's go back to Grayson and Valentine. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> Grayson steps. I mean, we sort of talked about this in yeah. between episodes. Grayson steps out of the Beckett household to quite the scene. The vendor's cart looks to have at least about five times the amount of people around it <laughs> than it than it than it usually does, and standing in the center. Looks like just your average commoner, but he has everyone's attention. Valentine, <laughs> what? what are you doing? Oh, I am entertaining our fine crowd here and showing them the finest goods that we have. Showing them the wonders that all these items can provide everybody. So now remember, this is a hot pie. Vendors. So, tell me about the pies that are here. Oh, they're delicious, and there's all variety of flavors. You have three of them. Oh, I have savory. I have every kind of pie you can think of here. That's good. I may even have some pies you never even tried before in your whole life. The Grayson is trying to push his way through the crowd to the front. And, uh... Special and discounts or any... Well, you know... Uh, offers? Depending, and I... I, I'm a compromising man, and I can certainly bargain. You know, tell me what you may have in mind. We might be able to strike a deal. People start yelling things like, "I'll take two eel pies for the price of one." Mm. Grayson immediately goes over to the vendor, running the cart. I've bought from you before, haven't I? I believe you have, sir. You do look familiar. He's not talking to you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, uh, I've seen you around before, yes. Do you like the service that I can offer you? Yes. This is my man. You bought yourself a slave. N no. <laughs> I mean, these people are so literal. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hear any of this. 
Roll me a die. Odd or even. Uh, let's do... Uh, I'll roll it. All right. Odd or even. I'll do odd. Odd is yes. Even. <laughs> I'll continue bargaining with the people. I, no, I, he's not my slave. He's my associate. And we have come here. I've never known you to work with anybody before. <laughs> I work with tons of people. But I'm saying, you pies are good. They're excellent. Then why and is he trying to sell them for two for one? Do you see how many people you have here? I could be getting twice the profit. But they hadn't come here until he started selling them two for one. Oh, fine, 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 fine. What are you trying to say? I don't want any of the profit, sir. That is all yours. These are your pies. I'm just saying, a favor. Down the road. So you're saying that for somebody who walked up and said, come eat this man's pies, you want me to help you out in the future? You see the profit that you're about to make today. That is thanks to the both of us. Go ahead and roll persuasion. <laughs> uh, I want to try and charm him first. Okay. Um, 60. I need to hit a 15. <laughs> Oh, definitely hit it 15. Yeah. Is... I see 18 without you even. Yeah, that's 18. Okay, so your charm works. So 21. Then... Uh-huh. And so he's charmed, and now Persu- I'm going to persuade him with, with, with my, my, my charm. So 90 is what it gives me. Plus one. Oh my <laughs> charm the pants off this guy. 25. I said 28. 28 to persuade him. All right, fine. I'm sorry. All right. So, um, enjoy your profit, sir. Do you want to pie yourself? Have, have one on the house. Oh, thank you, sir. I know someone who might want to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so he has the pie. Okay. And he walks up to Valentine and he's like, can you do this with shoes as well? Shoes, you say? Come to the right man for shoes. <laughs> All right, good job. We got a favor from this guy, so let's head back to Demetrius' shop. All right. Things did not go as expected, but... Mm. <laughs> this doesn't smell profitable. Okay, let's go. Then on the way back to the shop, he just recaps everything. Recaps how uh, despondent and barely <coughs> consolable Haley has mm-hmm. help, asked you to help her. Yep. So you're back to the shop. Uh, how long does it take you to clean a small chimney? A small chimney is the upper floor. So we're probably calling probably about 15 foot of... Was it, th- it was the second or third. It was a 10 foot of pipe. Probably get that done in a couple hours. Okay. All right, and Brother Benedict, I, I, I hesitate to ask, but <laughs> after you got thrown out of the church, I decided that since this church is still here and I'm still here, I'm going to walk around the church and examine it, since this is the one closest to the estate, just to see if there's anything funny going on. So, well, there's this weird guy walking around the church. <laughs> <laughs> Good investigation takes time. Ah, uh, yes. An oddly, uh, oddly robed, hungry monk just walked past here a short time ago. <laughs> I, I am simply looking to, uh, using my knowledge of religions and examining the church for the church itself mm-hmm. for any uh, strange markings. Okay. Go ahead and roll me a religion check. Just to look at all the different items on the church. 
One on the wild die, one on another die, and then a two. So you see a pretty girl walking by with a water jug. Well, the water jug is the water jug is something that he kind of intuits because of the way her arm is, (laughs) and it's a man. (laughs) Excuse me, excuse me, Miss. Would you like some help with that water jug? Oh yeah, that would be wonderful. Thank you so much. By the way, you're really pretty. <laughs> really, really, really pretty. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Awkward. Kind <laughs> of silent because it's really my first encounter with a with a real girl. <laughs> So let's walk to the well now, shall we? Of, of course, of course. Lead the way. All right. You you don't know where the well is? I, I imagine it's around here somewhere, but I don't really know this area. All right, fine. And so she, she takes you and walks you over uh, to the well, and the well is in front of the church. <laughs> You passed it to go into the church. Twice. Twice. The guy who was selling the lamb was standing right next to it. Would you like this filled? Please. So I... I'm just making sure. (laughs) So I haul up the water and I fill her container. Okay. Uh, Go ahead and roll a wit check for me. Oh Oh my my gosh. Another one on the wild die. It was a one again. So as you, <laughs> I think that dies on balance. <laughs> it's a trick die. All the sides are. As you're pulling the, the the bucket up, you notice that you can kind of see down the front of her bodice as she leans next, and you just drop the bucket. <laughs> No, no, like, well, it's like a, like the yeah. hall, the mm-hmm. hall kind. So, why did you do that? Now you have to haul it back up again. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Start hauling again. <laughs> and as you're hauling, you hear like a, like the clip clop of, of horses going by, and you you see a carriage being pulled by, and it has the insignia of House Dincham on the door. I'm imagining you're just pulling out. Oh, look, there goes the Lord. I'm sorry, which Lord? Oh, Lord Dincham. You can recognize him by his carriage? Of course, his, his his coat of arms is on it. And so how do you know that he's in there? He's the only one who rides in it, aside from his wife, him and his wife. And just looking into the window, it looked like a man. I think I have somewhere to be. <laughs> Drop the rope. <laughs> I turn around. <laughs> I chase after the carriage. Okay. And it looks like it's uh, it's heading towards the theater district. I think he needs my following you as pair of coconuts. The question is, are you being discreet or not? Probably not. I'm a monk in a brown robe with a staff, running just down running the down the road after a carriage with some Lord hey, Caesar. Hey, <laughs> Come with me. <laughs> yeah, I can just see you like grabbing onto the onto the carriage like window and 
like pop, popping up onto the side rail and going, "Excuse me, sir, are you a heathen?" <laughs> <laughs> You're chasing the uh, and and chasing slash following. I yes, know. you know they're going through town, so they're not going super fast. I'd imagine. And actually, some of the some of the um, the roads start to look familiar, and it looks like you're passing by Demetrius's shop. But there's the carriage. But there's the carriage. Yes. So I will keep following. I keep following the carriage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, everybody, roll me a die. One single die. Because um, I'm assuming you're all on your way back to the... Is it exploding? No, I'm just looking at even earlier. Okay. Oh, um, I got a five. Five. One. One. Four. Six. Anybody who got even sees this monk trailing a carriage. <laughs> <laughs> running that way. Oh. Look at my back. Yeah, yeah, you're, okay. you're on your way back. And anyway, you were you were closer to the church anyway. Yeah. You heard this push, and you heard this woman go, "What?" <laughs> and you look and you see you see Brother Benedict just taking off. And now you got to figure out: Are you gonna run after him, or I'm gonna let him do his thing? Okay. <laughs> What's the butler pleased with my work? He's pleased enough to offer you a six-month contract. Which is not very long in terms. No, but it's enough for now. Three cleanings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you see you see the Lord's carriage passing more closely to your So I start walking towards the front of my shop to see where it goes. And then I see him running by after I'm like, <laughs> What are you what? I I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> he waves at you. Do, do I see that he sees me? Odd you don't see him, even you don't. Uh, uh, you even. got even, so you see. You got even. So yes, I just wait. <laughs> <laughs> I am watching where they go. Okay. And this is the guy that you're investigating, and you see somebody trailing him, but you've had enough. You've had a day. And unfortunately, we've reached the end of our recording, so we'll have to figure out what happens to Brother Benedict, the champion horse racer, <laughs> <laughs> next time. <laughs> Talk to you then. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, Mike, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater. And also you can look us up on Facebook and Google+. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production. <laughs>